0: All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. All right, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, and I remember to play the intro this week. So obviously, a week in Hawaii has refreshed and rejuvenated my brain, and it's quickly been killed by a week back at work but there you go vertical every day above ground this and that blah 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 now i have to go into a five minute monologue where i whinge no we're not going to do that We've got a um, voice of reason 69th blizzard and the almighty mark you are fa- you are sporting a fancy vivid wonderful looking shirt it's too bright. yes oh no turn that shirt down
1: I'm very pleased to say that uh, I've usually been complaining about Kiss Online and the store in general. How yes. you know it was in the past, but the one thing that I find that they ha- have been doing good, and you see, this is this is the thing with me. If you do something good, I'll be a loyal customer. Their T-shirts have been fantastic. Their customer service, as far as su- sending them and stuff, has been great. They've kept me up to date on when it's going and everything. You know, your shirt is being shipped today. I will continue to buy shirts, and as long as they have fantastic designs like this fine one, I have an Elder one that I bought as well, and I even have a Destroyer one, if you can believe it. You saw that yellow monstrosity that I wore, you know, so I will continue to wear these fantastic KISS shirts, but their albums are a little, I'm getting a little eh, sometimes shaky with still.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of board topics and just KISS kind of related topics. Obviously, last week with me being away, I wasn't in the mood to think about doing a deeper dive. I know we've got a lot of anniversaries in September, and it's just impossible to kind of focus on all of them, especially when we've got so many episodes you know, from previous years where we've done the deep dives into Lick It Up and talked about you know, product. But that's a, a very good starting point. Um, after, I say hello to everyone who's chimed in in the chat already, Red Walrus, AB, uh, Ronnie Parker, Space Ace Ron in the house, the Opal Archive, uh, Bill Phelps, Ken, oh, hey, Ken, um, Andrew, you know, thanks for joining us live, you know, chime in with your comments as we go again, this is uh, your show as well as ours, but, you know, they announced the 40th Austin got right into the end before i start going you know they announced the lick it up anniversary the 40th anniversary of the unmasking of kiss and the first album released with slightly less makeup more of a dolls look i guess um you know a real missed opportunity this year in my view for the 40th anniversary of both the unmasking the start of uh, the second era of the band in a sense um but what were your guys' take on the merchandise line that they did release? Because they did do something. They came up with several products. I'm just going to go through them quickly. You know, the Lick It Up Limited Edition 3LP Deluxe Hoodie, which has picture disc versions of both of the singles that were released in Europe, um, with the lovely British uh, Lick It Up single cover. Oh, and that's not an LP, it's a 12-inch. Um, same with All Hells Breaking Loose, which also has the cover that was generally used in many markets. Um, that comes with a hoodie as a package. You can also get the Limited Japan Edition LP, which comes with a long-sleeve jersey. And then you've got both of those on their own uh, unbundled. The prices actually look pretty good. Can any of those take your fancy along with the other items in the bundle?
2: Yeah, I mean I, I did order I ordered the uh Japanese it's funny. I, I ordered the Japanese uh edition with the long sleeve t shirt and I also uh and and the thing with the uh, Japanese one, it's it show it show a black vinyl, but it's supposed to be uh clear vinyl with black splatter or something like that, I think. Um, oh, really? And, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um I'll that's that was in shirt. the in the <laughs> In a description for that, and then the other one, I, I bought. I went ahead and got the picture
0: discs uh, also.
2: So yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they've I, got I, they've got some they've got some you know t-shirts. The t-shirt two of them are lame. They're just the logo and the the. Album. They're great,
1: horrendous.
0: Yeah, but they've got the lick it up pin, which actually harkens back to the Jan Van Helms, whatever the guy who did the design of the Hotter Than Hell. Um, album and right. designed a, a kiss lips logo way back when so that kind of riffs off that really ancient idea and i know there's been a bootleg <laughs> pin that's been around years mm-hmm. for that and then you know other t-shirts maybe there'll be one that you know catches mark's fancy lonnie welcome um you know did any of the lick it up merch catch <clears> your eye this week well i um i'm intrigued that that um,
3: Japanese vinyl is not black vinyl but it's, that it's actually some kind of colored vinyl um, obviously mm-hmm. I don't read the descriptions um, <laughs> I did you know, so so because I thought it was kind of lame I ordered the picture disc because I thought well that's just black vinyl I kind of like the other one better for pressed on short. clear
0: vinyl with black, well, black splatter. splatter yep and well, a eight-fold jacket
3: as well well, I did not read that boys. So I ordered the uh
0: Read the, the disc
2: Small set. Print.
3: I did not I did not. Um so I ordered the uh I ordered the picture disc, So they got me for an extra twenty bucks, I guess. Mm. <laughs> um so it's eh, here. I I thought it was good because here we haven't gotten anything for since that last off the soundboard really. And I got well, I guess since a live the Alive Three back in May. We really haven't gotten anything. So I was just
0: happy there was something. As opposed mm-hmm. no, to you, su- you what sound what? like a kiss junkie. It's been I four I months it's since the I last like, fixed. Yeah. I, I know. I can't take it. Give me more. Give me more. I
3: know I can't take it. So
0: <laughs> nicely played, Ken. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I, I bought it. I'm a sucker too, just like him.
0: Well, welcome, David Parrish, and Rome loves Dan. Mark, are you going to buy a t-shirt? Clearly, you're on a t-shirt buying spree. Did any of those catch your fancy for the Lick It Up product line? Like that world tour looks good. Um,
1: how about a shirt
0: that just says Lick It Up?
1: <laughs> yeah, see, the, 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 the individual ones that you can buy separately really suck. I mean, uh, how unimaginative, unimaginative can you be? Like, who is the designer of that? Like, really? Let's just put a black shirt with a kiss on the front and white and lick it up on the back. And let's do a white one, the same thing, just opposite. Like, come on guys put some effort into this for fuck's sakes and the the thing is with the with the with the bundles i mean i'm not i'm not too big into the you know the hoodies and shit like that and and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go off a little bit here on one thing that really pissed me off about this They release 12-inch singles. I was like, oh, they're doing 12-inch singles. That's going to be fantastic. I love 12-inch singles, okay? I collect tons of them. I have Marillion 12-inch singles. I got Rush 12-inch singles. I got all kinds of them. And 12-inch singles sound great because they're at 45 RPM. The fidelity of them are fantastic. They sound great. What does KISS do? In typical KISS fashion, the morons put picture disc 12-inch singles out. Picture discs sound like ass. I don't care what anybody says, oh, they sound much better now. Okay, they sound better, but it's still, when you put it, it's still noise on it when you put it on, it's a picture disc. It's never gonna be clear and quiet, okay? They took a great opportunity to put out singles like this in a really good format and they blow it again what what's going on with these guys man think man think that, that, that you don't do that can leave the picture disc for the album if you're going to do something that dumb because we're, i'm already so used to the albums coming out in picture disc you might as well do that but the singles come on man you kind of left those as is but i do like the way the japanese uh albums the are putting those posters and those other you know odds and ends with it that looks really nice i did buy the japanese album version not with any of the t-shirts or nothing but i am disappointed about the shirts because like i said i am on a bit of a shopping spree with the t-shirts of late was hoping to get a nice lick it up one and i don't want to have to buy a bundle to get you know something different so
0: well there we are mark is somewhat satisfied so uh, take that for what it for what it is but you know what i'm really disappointed that you clearly don't appreciate the true analog warmth picture disc (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> analog warmth huh
0: well come on sell you sell you a swamp if you want um Ken. <laughs> yeah well uh, the the actual the vinyl for that
2: um actually no the t-shirt um we were talking about um there's i don't know why they don't replicate the original really the original you know tour t-shirts i had a uh kiss look it up t-shirt from when i went to the concert and I remember, I think it had a tank on the back of that one too, but or it just said maybe uh, if it's too loud, you're too old. It said on the back. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. That would have been nice for them to replicate. it Mine's gone. I mean, mine went from a t-shirt to a sleeveless t-shirt to a cut off t-shirt, and then disappeared. Then it disappeared. Cut off t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a good it old It d- <laughs> Became a duster when, when I was in shape. Mm. that was way yeah way back so um
3: (laughs) jesus ken
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes but yeah um everything else is okay you know we, we want maybe you know wanted something more from lick it up uh than what we got but it's better than nothing
0: yeah uh you know i went through the i I didn't order a single thing out of this you know the 12 inch singles i had 12 inch singles for uh at least look it up the uk one back in the day the all hell's breaking look i think the pictures that they're using on the picture disc look cool um i hadn't read either that it was clear vinyl with splatter i just looked at it i'm like blah i already had that at one time so not (laughs) interested i don't need a hoodie I, i don't really wear them um yeah, I'm not going to rant like Mark did about the T-shirts, but the ones with just the logo and the "Lick It Up," I guess, is on the back. Pretty good. I, I you know, I think yeah, lazy. But come on, how many people? The original Kiss T-shirt was just rhinestone logo on the front, so it's mm-hmm. not really that far. But I wouldn't want to be walking around with "Lick It Up" on the back of my back. Uh, just What's, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: So you can hardly it, even see. A, it, it,
0: it. Yeah, it's just the type from the album cover. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's.
3: It's, it's, lazy.
0: it's lazy. It's like, it is lazy. It's like
3: Times New Roman. They didn't even. They didn't even change the font. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like...
0: the Times New yeah. Roman, sans serif. The, the tank, the tank top. Um, you, I guess for women, fine. Um, the mug again. It's got that silly just look it up and type if it had just been left with the world tour and yeah. tank again that's cool Great. i don't have i don't have an issue but you know what it is better than nothing. And we are at that point yeah. where it really is a matter of something. It's it's sad, than- that's sad, eh? That we're
1: better and, than any, nothing.
0: Any, anything. And as Ken said, just give me more. So they've already built the page, apparently. And I'll give a shout out to Jason that kissed My Wax and Kiss My Collectibles on Facebook um, for deciphering that Psycho Circus, which was released on September the 22nd, has a page that has magically appeared. Uh, without any pre-orders or GoFundMes. So it looks imminent that there will be Psycho Circus product. And I don't have any inside information on what it is or was. So that's mm-hmm. a, an, another good starting point for what would you like keeping in mind what has been released for these um, just anniversary editions that include nothing new uh, and just repackage what already is. Ken, what would you like as to appear on that page tomorrow if you could make any item up here
2: oh gosh well box set but obviously we said we can't do that i can't say that but um so um I, no
0: i'm i'm a kid I, I would love a psycho circus box set you know when you with all the ready. extras yeah, yeah and yeah. the ones that people haven't heard and then soundboards from that tour yeah i'm so. sure there's a
2: lot of stuff uh that we don't know about uh, so but uh Keeping with "lick it up" theme, I guess. Uh, picture disc, obviously. Um, yeah, picture disc. I don't know. I don't know what they would do. I guess the cover. I don't know. Maybe that's a little boring too. Um, uh, there, the other one would be maybe if they could do a splatter of some kind of the colors of Cycle Circus with. Um, Maybe like a half-speed mastered you know, vinyl or something like that. These go a little bit of extra mile on it. Um, I'm sure it's going to be something else. They'll have goodies. Maybe they'll have a die-cut cover um, also. Uh, that's possible for one of them, like they've done for like a Live 3 and a Live 2, that sort of thing. Um, otherwise, oh, I don't know. Really
0: good jo- the die-cut sleeves have done a great job on, haven't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, those have been really nice, and I would hope they would do more of those because they've come out really nice. Um, I, I don't know. Otherwise, uh, I'm just sticking to the, the vinyl stuff. A T-shirt, I don't know. That, that was only like, well, they had a lot of those T-shirts out back in the day. Unless they come up with something new. I don't know what they can come up with. I really don't know.
0: Yeah, I've still got two of the Dodger Stadium Psycho Circus uh, t-shirts. Uh, I just need to get a little bit less fat so I can get back into them, <laughs> which would be, uh, be uh, that's a – that's a mission. They've already had two versions of the cover for the LP that's been mm-hmm. issued since 2014, the original lenticular cover, and then the – what's the other one? Just the kind of the the curtains?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I have one buying me here. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't buy that one or track it down. There has been a bootleg picture disc, so there's a lot of room for a picture disc to be done properly because that bootleg that came out was uh, pretty rubbishy. Um, and uh, Mark, you love picture discs. What would you like for Psycho Circus product? I would
1: like some decent shirts, for sure, okay? Uh, by the looks of their old sort of merch. There's probably Some of this and maybe even bootleg stuff, I'm guessing, but... Uh, <clears throat> They have they have every opportunity to do something really cool with Psycho Circus. You can say whatever you want about the record, you know, it sucks, it's a pretty bad album. But the the artwork that they did for it was was pretty was pretty you know interesting. The lenticular cover was kind of a neat idea, you know. Uh, so they can do some really you know you think this is vibrant, you know. I can only imagine what Psycho Circus could look like if they did it, you know, really nicely. Um, please, enough with the picture discs, okay? Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm begging you. I, I know they're going to probably do something with a picture disc for Psycho Circus, but you know if they decide to do a 12 inch of I Finally Found My Way for the album release, then you know at least at least put that on a regular yeah. black vinyl. You know don't don't put don't make that a picture do We we, we want to have the fidelity of that piano and Peter singing for sure. On People the will inch. turn
0: that into splatter themselves.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Agreed. So, uh, but you know, th- will they will they continue with the 12 inch single? idea i'm very curious about that because i like that idea i just don't like the picture disc format of it if they kept it with a vinyl even if they did a splatter vinyl of it of a 12 inch i'd be fine with that uh but you know the, i i like that idea of having the singles and maybe do something different you know put put the one of those songs in there and put, put like a b side of some of the songs that weren't released on the other side you know that include something that wasn't on the album on there Because, you know, we are all kind of clamoring for these boxes and we know the box sets aren't going to come for a long time until they've ironed out, you know, who owns the right to the Kiss name, blah, 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 blah. So we have to wait a while for that. But you can still do stuff like this where you find like some of these, you know, odds and ends songs, you know, and put them on the B-sides of, of a 12-inch single. I mean, other than that, I think we're going to get more of the same. We're going to get a Psycho Circus mug. We're going to get a Psycho Circus sticker and, you know, whatever, a keychain or God knows what else, you know. But uh, I I think that so far they've been pretty good with making the album slightly different, like how they did a, a, like a gatefold but Lick It Up Now. They originally wasn't a gatefold. So it's a good idea. Maybe they'll do something different with the artwork inside. Maybe it'll be a different picture of the band. So if they do that, I'll always probably buy the album. But again, please... Please, if you're gonna put out another 12-inch single, don't do it on a picture disc. I implore you. It's probably too late because you have to go like months ahead in time to do these things. So how
2: about how about this, Mark? What if they did they did the Psycho Circus album and then they did a 12-inch of It's My Life and backed with In Your Face?
1: Yeah, um, look, that would be
0: I'd be kind of happy with that. Oh, actually, cool. you are absolutely they right because you were know, released on the box set. Exactly, they're, they're exactly. Like they,
2: That's they, why I'm thinking. I came yeah. to. Me. So that's a possibility. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. I'd die before that. Yeah, I was thinking along the lines of the live EP that was included on the European... That'd be a good one, too. Make it a gatefold double. Yeah, turn it into a 12-inch vinyl, but then you've got songs like the collector's edition of Raise Your Glasses, and you've just mentioned a couple of songs. There were edits that were released, one that never got released, because I remember Kiss Online way back was giving away one of the acetates for... Um, what was it? We are one, I think, an edit mm-hmm. or, or something. Um, y- You Wanted the Best was yeah. a radio single, and that that I think came as an edit. The Psycho Circus song has an edit. I mean, sure, it really just chops off the clown show. But there is enough to actually do a, a, a double vinyl if there was the mm-hmm. will, rather than holding it back, say, for something else you know, down mm-hmm. the road. Um, or something that maybe was a single-use uh, agreement back you know, in 1999 for the European tour. But I, I would love to see that. That's probably the only thing I would be interested in is if they put that live EP hmm. on, the, uh, on vinyl yeah. um, really cool. because that's got a lot of scope. I also think that the tour book, a miniature version of that would be kind of cool. We've seen some of those for off the sound boards that have been released in Japan um, I actually like the, there were several versions of the tour book, you know, so kind of combining the Dodger Stadium one, which was a special moment in history for me, um, you know, that kind of stuff. T-shirts, again, I've got what I have from back in the day, so I, I wouldn't really be in the market to wear. I don't really wear black T-shirts, rock ones anyway. So, Lonnie, what about you? Yeah,
3: um, I'd, I'd be really... I'd, the, the the ep is it's a really cool idea julian um that that little ep that we get that that came out a couple months after cycle circus came out um, on that european edition of it um is really good like that version of black diamond and let me go rock and roll those are really good versions of those songs um and it's really almost the closest thing we had to like um official reunion-type recordings for a long time. I mean, that's early in the Psycho Circus tour. I mean, they're coming off the reunion. They sound really good on on some of those tracks. 100,000 Years is the other um, classic Kiss track. And that, and that Psycho Circus version is, is good as well. Within, uh, not so much. I mean, Within just didn't sound good live. But And, and Into the Void, too. But th- that would be really cool. I was a really big fan of of that live EP um, back in the day. Um, I mean, obviously we'll get some t-shirts and that they did a really good job with t-shirts actually for that tour. They did a good mm-hmm. job promoting that tour, like Mark said. Um, and I'm with Ken in the fact that I wish they would do some of those original type t-shirts again, but I, I have a feeling we're going to get like a, like a like a wish.com version of these t-shirts. And they're not gonna be, you know what I mean? They're not yeah. gonna be what we really want. They're they're gonna be that. And just like just like the revenge t-shirts. The revenge t-shirts were cool, but give me those actual tour shirts that, that they were selling at those shows, man. I would really love that. But I, I and I guess there might be some kind of licensing hang up that they can't do that. I really don't know. I'm not obviously I'm not that plugged into it, but that would be really badass if they could recreate some of those original shirts. Like, yep. but I, but I don't think we're going to get it because we didn't get it for <laughs> revenge. We didn't get it for look it up the other day. So you know, I, I, I think we'll get a coffee mug. I think we'll get some. Uh, <laughs> I think coffee mugs have become a staple with these releases. Um, I think we'll get some, some, some different types of shirts. Um, I, I wouldn't hold my, I wouldn't get too excited about getting a double LP for it, but. That would be pretty badass, but maybe they'll shock us all and give us a big thick box set. And that's the box set. And they've really kept it under lid. Who knows for for a 25th anniversary Psycho Circus. One can only wish.
0: I have one more item that I would add to my list because (laughs) Lonnie brought up coffee mugs. (laughs) Those pokey little 8 ounce pieces of shit are not worthy of anything. That is not enough coffee for me. I need a 20-ounce yes. travel, yeah. travel mug.
1: Julian's and, a man.
0: Whoa. I yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I no, I just need caffeine. caffeine to get moving. <laughs> These bones, this this girth doesn't get moving without a bit of fuel. Um, no, I, I would actually like one. And I think the psycho circus design actually lends itself to uh, you know those travel mugs <laughs> that you wrap around, you know. Mm-hmm. What's that? The psycho child. That was so ridiculous. This is the
1: psycho circus video game that came out around that oh, time. Oh yeah. It, just, it looks like yeah. it's the worst it well... video game
0: ever.
2: Yeah. I had that yeah, it, It's
1: pretty bad. It's it's a pretty it bad so video. Awful.
0: Game. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we've actually been positive about psycho circus when talking about purchasing merch. Um, and then tomorrow we'll find if tomorrow is really a product announce announcements. Can, uh, can I say one we'll thing say... though? Sorry, Lonnie. Uh, I mean, sorry, Julian.
1: Um, yeah. Don't apologize to me. <laughs> well, well so I usually yes. have to, but, yeah. uh, but the, the thing that I'm always wondering about, and I'm, I'm sure Ken might support me in this, but you know, don't you think it's about time that maybe they start including some video again? I mean, why not include like a little DVD? Like people put them in their albums all the time now. I, yes, I know you're saying money, wait, but I mean, what, come wait. on, you want that 3D video, Mark? It's so no, not not I'm just saying that. <laughs> there, you got to start somewhere there's got to be some video footage of them playing from this tour like they, they, they did film a lot of this tour
0: right well yeah so, a lot of that came out in the leaks everything that was filmed yeah, coming.
1: yeah i'm just saying why not find something else like that maybe we maybe most people didn't have in their collection or something and just put up like three songs like how they did with sonic boom how they did a little dvd that came with the cd uh Package that are from that Buenos Aires show. You know, I thought that was great that they included something like that. Put some video back. And this is a band that's all about the visuals. You know, and you're trying to sell us always just audio. Put in some video with it. I mean, every band that I collect stuff from has done this. And even in albums now, I get. I got you know an album. Even yesterday, when they released our latest album, they put in <coughs> CDs and DVDs in within
0: the album. So if, there's no excuse. You're right. And you know what? You just triggered another good idea. Because you remember that freaking viewfinder thing, whatever they're called, viewmaster. Yeah, yeah. they sh- they should be including a little reel oh. for each of these albums in one of those. Yeah, I mean, they-, they sold you this thing, three D one. Well, whatever, you know. Yeah, have a- have a three D <laughs> lens cover you can put over that thing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Remember how I many think- people bought that? I think there needs to
3: be some kind of 3D glasses available. with Yeah. Tomorrow. Come why on.
1: not? Yeah. A Psycho a
0: shot glass in blue and red. There you go. 3D. You get 3D one way or the other.
1: <laughs> See, why don't they call us about this stuff before they release it? We have so many better ideas than they do.
0: All right. Easily. completely unrealistic in terms of business. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. come on. Because we're, we're fans. <laughs> yeah. You know. I
1: mean, come on! I'm involved a little bit with this stuff, not as obviously as deep as these guys are with stuff. There, that's the name. Viewmaster.
2: Thank you, Blue Racer. There you go, yeah. yep, Viewmaster. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? It, the whole idea of this is we, we just get to kind of pontificate on it without taking it into an Excel spreadsheet and line iteming every single aspect of it. We'll to be totally wrong. Up. Come tomorrow, we'll see. Yeah. We'll be totally wrong. Hey, I always say it, Whatever. I, I love being totally wrong. So, you know, we, we were pretty brutal in our review of <laughs> the album itself um, that we recorded a few weeks ago for last week. And you know, it's really hard to separate some of the emotion of what we were thinking and hoping in 1998 and initial reactions, because, I again, I've got that review still online that I wrote in 1998 and put on the web, um, and it serves as a reminder of embarrassment, you know, and again, I think everything that came later poisoned it. But there's been a couple of topics on the FAQ message board this, this past week, and one's by... I can't speak uh, parcel tongue, so snakester. Um, ask the question, and Mark, this goes to you first. Was Psycho Circus Destroyer two or a concept album? And we didn't touch on that when we were talking about the album. That no. it does have a little bit of a concept to it, especially those front and back end songs. It should have been.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if you're gonna if you're going if you're gonna find any connection to a concept, I guess that would be the place to look. I mean, is the album based about, you know, the concert experience in general? I mean, you have songs like, you know, we, you know uh, you wanted to best have a pontificate, how great they are at concert and stuff like that. I mean, you can, if you really wanted to stretch it, you probably could find some sort of concept in there. But, you know, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think it is. And no, I don't think it's Destroyer 2, thank God. I mean, you know, th- th- I, I've placed Psycho Circus, believe it or not, higher than Destroyer, in my opinion. But uh, th- I think that the, uh, the main thing there is that there's no Bob Ezrin. I mean, I'd take Bruce Fairburn any day over Ezrin, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and I think, I think Psycho Circus sounds good, it's a decent sounding but the album, but the song is just not that strong. I don't think it's a Destroyer, too. I mean, it, it doesn't It doesn't feel that way to me, even in the way it flows or even in the way that the kind of, you know... The, the Destroyer kind of was an album where they ironed out everybody's characters, sort of, you know, God of Thunder for Gene. You know, then you had, you know... You know, every, everything in there was sort of trying to iron out the characteristics of the band, and that, that doesn't do anything like that in this album.
0: Yeah, Lonnie, Destroyer 2 or Concept Album, or neither. I say concept album more than Destroyer 2. Um
3: I can see the similarities to Destroyer 2, and we talked about this last week with oh Peter has to sing a ballad, and there was this formula we thought we had to follow. Um but I, I put it more as a concept album than I do just I don't know. The more I think about it, no, I'm going to change my vote. The more I think about, I'm going to change my vote. <laughs> it is Destroyer Two. They wanted Ezra to produce it, and he didn't. They wanted it to be Destroyer Volume Two. They just came off a very successful <coughs> tour, a, a, you know, a, 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 a live tour, and they were going back into the studio. And there's a formula like that. that that they thought they had to follow, whether Bob was involved or not. I am going to say it's Destroyer too, more, more than anything else.
0: All right. So, yeah, Bob Ezrin I was I talked myself to- into it. Yeah, Bob Ezrin was supposed to produce, or was talked about, and he had like an executive producer, kind of raw. He, he was I think he was, I w- wish I could find it right now, I was just looking. Um, I think he was focusing on a startup business around that yeah. time, around technology and the mm-hmm. music business. More um, than many things that he's done outside of just pure production work. Um, it definitely is a little bit of a concept album in terms that it uses a corporate mentality. Um, for creating an album rather than uh, an organic music-based one where we've got our four players we're going to make music we're going to get everyone in the same room and thrash through ideas and grow ideas and water seeds Mm -hmm. until they grow into flowers or weeds and then pick the best and record them that that's too alien a concept to kiss instead they look at it from well, we have to have a monster song. We have to have a Peter Ballard. We've got mm-hmm. to have a, a an, an anthem. Um, so we, we cookie <laughs> cut. And then the concept becomes that we need to have this album sound a certain way. So we're not going to have those guys play on it because we need to get it done and, and they're being difficult. So all the concept of every business decision Kiss has ever made in the studio is represented on this album. You know, external players, um Paul and Gene blaming Fairburn, calling him the Arbiter. So it's a concept album, just not the sort of concept anyone wants a concept album to be. Ken? Yeah, I think it it's not Destroyer 2,
2: but it's not... It could have been a concept album. Um, I think if Ezrin was producing it, I mean, he could have changed something, you know, like... Uh, even I finally found my way, it could have been, you know, I finally I finally found the bathroom or something. It could have been around the concert experience. <laughs> the whole concert experience, you know, you know, raise your glasses, raise your devil horns or, you know, whatever something. But uh, I, I think it I could have been all around the concert experience maybe and the interaction between Kiss and the fans. It could have done something. It, it may have worked. It may have not, but what we got it was not really a concept. Just the first—if you just have the first and last song, that's a concept, and the right. rest is is not filler. Yeah, it's filler in <laughs> between. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean the concept about the reunion. Was that it was about revisiting youth and remembering things that were lost and revaluing and the excitement of the show? They actually nailed that. Um, the excitement of the show to a certain extent with the title track, but you know, so many again lost opportunities. Uh, the Japanese was decent. Yeah, there was that the three D pop up one with fold out leaves and all that jazz. Tons of yeah, um, yeah. That's I have. Yeah. yeah, I had that. There's also another pretty good um this is actually the kissianic entity don't roll mm-hmm. your eyes uh but he asked does dream uh, feature paul's best vocal, uh, vocal performance mark's best vocal performance was just now um
2: he's gonna get more <laughs> and, remarks on them. in
0: 1992 to 2008 so mark yeah uh, would you like to chime in with that yeah. maybe you want to repeat your last comment <clears throat>
1: If I could, I would. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Dreaming Paul's best vocal performance of '92. That's saying a that's saying a lot. I mean, I mean, not that they released a lot of stuff between that time. I can understand what he's saying, maybe in that sense. But nah, I don't think Dreaming is his best vocal performance. I mean, honestly, and I've always said this before, is that for me. A good song or a good vocal performance is all based on the fact if I, if I can remember it, if I can go outside now, you know, hum it and still be able to sing it, the melody in, in my head, then yeah, that that's a great vocal performance or a great song. And honestly, I don't remember much of Dreaming. Dreaming was never to me a great song, I I don't think. I mean, I could you know, you guys might not agree with that, but uh, I can I can you know recall Psycho Circus. I can recall other songs off the album. Much easier than dreaming. So I, I'd even go as far as to say that I think "Psycho Circus" might be one of his best vocal performances. Hmm. Interesting, Lonnie. What about you?
3: I actually agree with Mark. I think "Psycho Circus" is a is a better vocal performance than Dreaming. and in my opinion, is probably the best between '92 and 08. Not that, that again. Not that there's a lot to choose from, <laughs> but. um I, I I you listen to Psycho Circus I mean it's really good. And Dreamin' I don't know. I said this when we recorded the, the Psycho Circus show. Like Dreaming's just kind of forgettable in my opinion. I mean yes. as far as far as the vocal performance goes, it doesn't it doesn't stand out. I mean, we we talked about filler five minutes ago and, and, and Dreamin is in my opinion just that. It's just it's just a way to to get to the end of the album and kind of fill it out. Cycle um, Circus is a much better vocal performance in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so... I am going to say hell no. I think it's a good vocal performance. I always like the song. I like how it soars. But every time I look at you, I, I will be there. Those are some pretty good vocals. But nothing for me will ever top Paul's vocals on MTV Unplugged. Mm. Because, again... The, the songs that he's hitting, I Still Love You on there.
1: Mm, and yeah.
0: again, every time I look at you, are kind of his last absolutely great, great moments. And having watched a whole shitload of the work that he put into those performances in the three to four days beforehand, it's like, holy shit, did he put the work in and execute during that show? Um, And it's just the power and the emotion. Dreamin' comes, dreaming's dreaming. if it's thinking that it gets anywhere (laughs) near that. Uh, Ken.
2: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing as you, you, Julian. You know, MTV Unplugged. And uh, yeah, like, I still love you that. Um, That was a a super (laughs) vocal performance by Paul. Um, Dreamin' is good but it's it's i don't think it's yeah it's it's not the best vocal performance in that time period you know 92 to 2008. um I, yeah i i totally believe unplugged like Eugene is is where the is last great 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 performance was
0: yeah so uh david andrena i'm sorry if i butchered your name but has anyone ever had anything to say about the reunion re-recordings on You Wanted the Best, You've Got the Best? Mm. Uh, Were any tracks at all retained from the live performance? I think, yeah, most of the musical tracks were actually from those original recordings in 1975 and 77, and it was vocal tweaks and Mm. maybe a little bit of guitar has been suggested. I I, I just do not have the ear, um, unlike other guitarists, to really differentiate, but... Yeah, none of those were any fine vocal performances. That's for shit, sure. Um, Let's move on with another topic from the board, and we've got some other folk who've joined. Half Ace, um, Rob Benjamin, who I've been flashing up his comments since he's joined. Of course, David's on. Thanks for joining us today. If you're listening live, we appreciate you joining us. Um, I got a getaway posted on the board. Can Kiss do a new album? Can (laughs) (laughs) they
2: can
0: they can, but they won't
2: (laughs) that's about as far as it goes, I mean yeah, Paul they can do they still do, you know, whatever (laughs) auto-tune, tweaks, whatever to to fix whatever uh, vocal problems are um, for Paul but yeah, they they definitely can, but unfortunately they won't and they haven't since whatever it was 2014 or when the monster came out last so it's unfortunate that they haven't done anything um yeah they could still do something even one song would be okay they do one song They could have gene sing it um (laughs) that that would be fine of course You know oh. something I, I you know i i don't know but yes they can but they won't
0: well technically i could record an album if i wanted um and had a hell of, a, of a, a hell of a lot of assistance and technology i mean songs i've got but skills i don't um mark could kiss record an album with bob Ezrin. <laughs> uh, bob Ezrin. oh <clears throat> um
1: god you're killing me with that guy's name uh Hopefully not with Bob Ezrin, but yeah, they they could do it. But you know, again, they're not going to do it. Their minds are elsewhere. But you know, the the problem is, if there's ever a time for a Kiss to record an album, it, it could be now. Why do I say that? It's because most bands will tell you that the best time to go in to work on a record is after you've been on the road for a while and everybody's kind of gelled and everybody's you know. In a groove and everybody's you know feeling good about their performances the worst time to do it is when you get off the road take seven months off and then go back in the studio and then you're old rust bucket for the first month and a half trying to get everything you know back in order again <clears throat> if they went out on the road now you know and went into the record they could do it and look julian touched on one important thing here the technology is available for them to make a record that would be pretty decent I mean, with the with the auto tune technology that you have now, and I mean, Lonnie, would you consider yourself a decent singer? I'm just curious.
3: Sure. Oh gosh, yeah.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you could get somebody like Lonnie in, and even if he sang in the key of J, and it was all over the place, I could auto correct it all and make it sound actually like he's saying for like the last six, seven years. You know, you can do that with this with, with this technology no problem so and paul's far from being a horrendous thing i mean he, he isn't singing in any unknown keys yet but you know he is just having trouble with certain pitches and getting certain things so they can fix all that the problem is they don't they just don't want to do it they're, to them they're just seeing dollar signs all the time if it doesn't amount to big money we don't want to do it Right, so if it doesn't make
3: they, dollars, it doesn't make sense mark
1: there you there you go. there you go. <laughs> that's the line, mm. so that's probably why they want to do it, but the, you you could do it. you could they could easily go and do it. I mean, look i mean i I had the the privilege of hearing a recent uh soundboard recording, and I won't say from who, but somebody provided a very interesting show from Lyon that recently came out, and man, the performances on that were horrendous with the vocal performances, even genes was terrible. You know, but if you put them into the into the studio and they correct it, it'll sound fantastically fine. And plus in the studio, you can go back and do it over and over and over again until you get it decently right. And then you just kind of fine tune it and polish it. Right. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. The guys think they should do it. Yeah.
0: Pretty soon, you'd be able to take that uh, in-air monitor feed from Leon and parse it through AI. And say, so make this sound like 1975 KISS. Yeah. And uh, a few bells and whistles will fl- whirl around, some steam pop out of your ears, and boom, here, here's your file. <laughs> uh, and, and it'll literally be like that. Come on, Pro Tools, filters, you know, mm-hmm. pit shifting, all, all the tricks that are available in the studio today have made many talentless hacks famous um, yeah. When when you look at some true. of the microphone, you know <laughs> shit that happens. Um, and I mean,
1: it's even it even helped looking. Sorry, not, sorry to interrupt you, but one last thing: people are talking about the Stones thing. Yeah. Um, even the Rolling Stones song, that new song is, is good. I like it. But there's clearly evidence of pitch correcting on on Mick Jagger on that. But the guy's yeah, eighty. Give him like a break. Too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's come on, Mick. The Rolling Stones just put out a new 80? single. Yeah. And. Yeah. And I actually dig it. Yeah, good. Know, I'll be first day purchaser of that album without any doubt because uh, I love the Stones. Mm-hmm. But Steven Tyler just went back on the road for Aerosmith's farewell tour and shredded his voice after three shows, blew his vocal cords out to the point where they're bleeding. So yep. you get to the point with age where you simply have to, I guess, wash your hands and say, thank you very much. Good night. You know and I think they've reached that part creatively which is why there's been nothing for 25 well we've had Monster and we've had Sonic boom and thank you very much for giving us both of those albums because they have some good songs on it that I look forward to hearing other bands cover so you can actually hear them be a little bit more developed and you know better produced Lonnie, can, can they... you could you record an album tomorrow Oh
3: God yeah, <laughs> for sure I already said
0: that
3: uh, <laughs> I could doesn't mean doesn't mean it'd be any good but can they do it sure but as i interrupted mark if if the with the stupid little line if it doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense and they they won't do it because what why haven't they recorded an album since 2012 because there's no money in doing it so they don't do it but you know what there is money in
2: tourist
0: station
3: Soul Station. Gosh, oh gosh, yeah. Um, yeah, There's there's money in in touring. And that's why we've been on the End of the Road Tour for five years. And I know Hmm. COVID happened. Don't come after me about that. But that's why we've just kept, that's why we went back to Europe again this year when we said last year was the last time we're coming to Europe. Oh, guess what? (laughs) We're back. Because there's money to be made in touring. So that's why we keep doing it and we're just going to keep going. As long as we can and squeeze in as many shows as we can between now and December. But there's not money to be made in, in doing a new album. So Kiss has no interest in doing it. Now you brought up Soul Station. Well, they did Soul Station. That, I guess that, that's Paul doing his thing. And he
0: wanted to, I, I, I don't know. Get just, it out of his system? Scr- sure. No. He wanted to do art. And that's what he was able to do. So he did it. It's It's a passion piece. It's like Lulu. You know, right. it's like if mm. you think if you're delusional and think that's going to be a massive success, um, you're no. totally wrong. He did yeah. that for passion and his that he still loves music and creating art. And I, I think that doing a new Kiss album wouldn't
3: be art. I think they would try to do it out of, again, with a formula. And this is the way it has to mm. sound. And this is the way it has to be. Yeah, And that would come across on the album. It would not be art. It would be forced. So... That being said, and the fact that there's not money to be made, no, we will
0: not get one, even though they they could, but they won't. Yeah, but this never-ending tour, I mean, feels more like the five-year plan. The Alive Worldwide tour was a five-year contract. That is what they signed Ace and Peter for, five years, Mm -hmm. part-time. And they, they, you know, Ace was out when that contract expired, Pretty much, a uh, slight extension for him. But Peter was gone, um, you know. So it lived its five years. I think the you know end of the road was a several year plan that got obviously got extended by, um, you know, the pandemic, which is just shit happens. So, you know, weird weird world we live in. Could they do an album? Hell yeah. <laughs> just look at the just look at the billboard charts anyone can do a fucking album um with enough hype okay talking about new products gene simmons has a new base. yes who's got six thousand five hundred bucks that thing actually looks pretty damn cool certainly mm-hmm. much better than the last signature line in my view which looked more like a nikki six leftover which i think it was um mark yes. what do you think of that what do you think of that base? Cool.
1: I I kind of like it. I mean, I'm I'm a big Gibson guy. Um, as you can tell, I had the you know their homepage right on my phone. That like when one click, I'm in there. You know because I'm a big uh, you know watcher of a lot of their videos and stuff like that. And uh, I I'm a you know I I love my Les Pauls and my SGs. I have a couple looking to probably get another Les Paul to be quite honest in the near future. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's definitely a throwback to the whole, you know, Dress to Kill," "Alive," "One" era, bass playing uh, times for Gene. Uh, and you know, while it's while it's an uh, interesting bass, uh, this one I, I would recommend to prefer people if you are interested in getting uh, this bass guitar, you'd be better off probably to buy this one. Of course. Keep in mind that price tag that Julian just mentioned there, which says it's in here, it says it's $7,000 at the bottom. Okay. 7,000 US for that base. Oh. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, now that's really pricey. And that's only because it's Gene Simmons's name. Well,
0: on so It's limited okay? number, right? Yeah. But really oh, the, the, the
1: original version of that base it's it's not a good base. I mean, I've I've heard people say that you you have to really work with that base. Like you have to tweak at the neck a bit, and there's a lot of adjustment that needs to be. And and, and the sounder because it's just like an EBO. What's
0: it? What's it based on?
1: Uh, it's based on like the old. Oh, it's almost kind of based like on the old SG style with that kind of single EBO pickup in there, right? Because <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what they're using here, right? On here, there, there's they have the whole thing on here. Uh, electronics. The electronics are yeah, a Rhythm SG bass pickup in here. So, uh, you know, with that kind of early uh, Jack Bruce cream bass idea, right, where it's all kind of sounding. But Gene, that's an interesting thing because Gene, if we, if we all know very well, when you listen to a live, his bass is more like he had like a really distorted kind of mid-range growly bass sound. On it, so I'm guessing if you're looking to get that kind of a sound, you can maybe get it from this because this is going to be definitely based on more newer technology, like newer stuff. That this is, look at Gibson making guitars now; they're pretty good at it still, you know. So I'm guessing that the, that the whole performance playing level of it is going to be good, the sound of it's going to be probably pretty good too. So, but it's just really expensive. That's the problem.
3: Yeah, Molly. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to get that, it, it looks nice. I'm sure it sounds nice. If again, like if you want to get that more power to you, you know, if, if you can afford to do that more power to you again, you know, I'm sure it'd be a great addition to any hardcore fans collection. Um, It's not for me at this point in my life, but <laughs> in, I, you know, I, I'm sure it is for some people just like, you know, swords we breathe fire out of are, are for somebody you know at this <laughs> yeah. point in their life too you know if 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 that's what if that's what makes you happy i am i've said it a million times on this show i am not one to tell someone how to spend their money if that's what makes you happy
0: go do it. ken are we gonna see a gene simmons base behind you next year <laughs> not that one <laughs> Not that one. Oh no, you've got Uh, the one coming from the last show, right? I'd rather, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ken's the highest. highest I wouldn't mind
2: the Punisher or Axe Space or something like that, but I got. um, I I would like. I would like uh, to see him play that in some of these final shows and see how that actually sounds. Um, You know, hopefully he does. It's a good way to promote it and promote, you know, for sales. market it by but you know what's yet. funny
1: can did gene ever play that thunderbird bass that they advertised a few years back remember he they did of, did he ever he play it right? like a couple
2: of times right i, yeah. I saw i remember seeing it yeah so uh maybe this he'll video play uh, it. this video out there yeah
0: yeah i mean i hope to i didn't I like to, it though i hope it's the first <laughs> announcement of several several you know like new some some new guitar design for paul mm. not necessarily something wild but something a little bit different than what he's been doing with his custom line for this final run it, you know maybe something different for eric's drums um who knows if tommy has something again i like tommy guitars um yeah. because he's again i love the epiphones mm. um the explorer mm-hmm. is really cool i have i don't play that one because i can still smell the pyro on it he played it um but I do occasionally get the uh, the silver sparkle thing out uh, only when I'm feeling fit. Because the rest of the time, I just like noodling on my Jackson. Um, you know, we got uh, enough time for a couple more topics. Let's see what we got here. Oh yeah, uh, v- White Lions. Vito Brata recalls the time he nearly joined Kiss. Would Vito Prata from White Lion have made a good guitarist and kiss now remember when he's talking about this is 1982 so that's closer to fight for or fight to survive the first album mm-hmm. um, before they went into the heavier kind of glammy soft melodic beautiful stuff with the with the pride album um, Ken I Are you know. like who can, can he sing?
2: Uh, I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is kind of questions that Gene and Paul would ask. You know, can you sing? You have to sing. Uh, you can't have a uh, facial hair or nothing like that. But uh, and your hair has got to be dyed black. Um, but anyway, um, I you know I don't know. I don't know that guitarist uh, enough. I assume uh, it, they made the right choices uh, based. You know based on what we got. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's probably, I'm sure he, he's a very, you know, decent guitarist, but I don't know if he was right for Kiss or not. That, you know, was Paul's
0: and Gene's decision. Yeah, I don't know what they saw in the club when they when they saw him, but absolute consummate player back in the day. Absolutely amazing melodic player um, in that later part of the 1980s. Lonnie? You know, I I think it might have been interesting...
3: Um, but I also don't think it would have lasted. I still think we would have, if, if he would have joined the band, it would have been interesting. We'd have gotten some interesting stuff in that time period, different than what we are used to. However, I still think we would have ended up with Bruce Kulick at the end of the day. I think Bruce was such a perfect match for Kiss in the eighties and I, I don't think they would have been happy until they landed where they did. Um, would have been interesting. Would have been different. Mm. History would have been different. But I still think we would have landed with Bruce. Maybe not in 1985, but I think eventually we still would have ended up with Bruce Kulick because he was the right choice.
0: I agree with Bill. Hunky Meadows would have been a really interesting um, addition. But I don't think it would have worked out too well. Um, Mark, I didn't ask you yet. That's a guitarist um, question.
1: Well, as you can see, I'm a Vito Brada fan. Okay. And mm. the one thing that I find interesting is that he's always, he was always about that Steinberger guitar, which I thought was really odd. But it, it was cool because it had that trans trim. And that's a whole other whack that we'll get into an, another day. But um, he, I think, I don't know, I, I as much as you know, I love Bruce Kulick. He was when of the first, the first episode with you guys, they asked, you guys asked me what my favorite member was. And I said Bruce Kulick from the very beginning and he still is. Um, so I'm, I have no problems with Bruce being in the band. If Vito would have had a shot at it though, I, I think it would have been interesting because number one, he is definitely a very good guitar player. He, I, I, would never really put him into the shredder bracket. I would put him more into like the, you know, very competent melodic player. Like he can do two-handed tapping. He can do regular. So he can do all kinds of finger picking things. He can do everything. This guy, he's and, a
0: players player.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he, and everything that he does has a has a melody. You can hum his guitar solos. He does some really nice melodic solos in it. Okay. So I think that that's that would be would have been right up Paul and Gene's alley. That okay, uh, you know he's a New Yorker as well, so that would have been played into his, their thing as well. Uh, and he's a good writer too. I mean, you might not like some of his songs that he that he wrote. And the the, the ironic thing about it is that he was viewed as as they mentioned here. That he was the modern day Ed- Edward Van Halen. A lot of his guitar soloing sounded like Eddie Van Halen on those records. And who did Kiss want in at that time? At the Creatures of Night, who were they? You know, talking with Eddie Van Halen, right, to come in, right? Eddie oh, Van oh, so...
2: Halen asked to join Kiss. Well,
1: asked to join. Okay, so it was ironic that. Yeah. But the, but that's the funny thing. They didn't want him, but yet they go to Vito Brada and you know talk to him about joining the band. So mm-hmm. really, who? Who who's telling the truth here, you know? So, because th- the thing is, you had Eddie in one one time there who wanted to come in and they didn't want him. And then you go to a guy who plays exactly like Eddie Van Halen in a lot of ways and, you know, he doesn't join, All right, I don't know, I, for, for me personally, I think it would have been interesting to see what he would have did because I think that he's a more than confident songwriter Uh, The only strike, and I know Ken was always joking about it when he was talking at the beginning there, does he sing? He he doesn't sing. So that would have been probably the one strike that would Mm. have went against him.
0: Yeah.
2: He got signed a contract, too.
0: When When you look at the long, long list of people who they checked out, either going to see them in clubs or the people who they flew in, it, it really seems odd that they couldn't find someone that they were happy with and just ended up with Vinnie Vincent by default because mm-hmm. they just couldn't get there. Even after they signed him to you know, the touring deal, they're still looking at people. They're back on the East Coast. They're still looking at people. They're going to clubs. They're checking people out. They're bringing people in. They just were not happy with Vinny, and they couldn't be happy with any of these guys. And again, we're talking about Vito... <laughs> pretty much according to what he did in 1987 when they when white lion toured with kiss and that second album rather than what he was doing in the clubs in 1982 as a much younger player so i've never heard anything going that far back with him um i only know what he was doing on the big game and it wasn't that different well, I I doubt he was that much of a melodic player at that point when that simply was not part of the wheelhouse of what was hard rock and popular hard rock on the East Coast. The Twisted Sister and a lot of that stuff that was going around at the time. So what what was he playing? That'd be really interesting to hear. So if anyone knows and could point us in the direction of early Vito Brata, um and, and the bands that you know he had been in. I'm going to
2: say, you know why they had such a hard time finding guitarists? Because every guitarist they wanted to sound like Ace. They wanted a guitarist to sound like Ace, and they couldn't find him because no one plays like Ace. Ace what is, do you mean
1: anybody can play like Ace? It's just pentatonic soloing. That's all it is. Anyone can, can play. play um, like Ace. Mark, why didn't I feel? ask you to join? Because I was probably like 10 <laughs> years old that <then>. night.
2: <laughs> You're too young. <laughs> you don't <Yeah>. sing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well let's let's finish on one topic uh and we can keep this one short i guess i hope um ending with dignity like kicks someone posted that on the faq uh because kicks of course after a 40 something year career has played their final show i mean god all these bands that we grew up loving listening to uh, I, I never listened to kicks but i'm speaking on a broader scale, are you know coming to the end of their careers and calling it a day in one way or another, in many sense. So, ending with dignity like kicks or ending the best that they can with the cards that they've been dealt. You know, Mark, how do you look at that? Do you like kicks?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I'm not very big on kicks, I don't know much about them, and uh. I, but I have been seeing a lot of video on YouTube about their final performance, and everybody seems to be saying uh, the same thing, which is just that you know, the, the you know, Kicks ended it, and that's the way that this is the way to end a show. And there's been a lot of those kind of comments about their performance. I, I, I haven't seen it, but the singer's mm-hmm. is right there. Kicks did nail it. It was a very classy ending. Andrew just put there, you know. So obviously mm-hmm. they did something right. I, I'd like to watch it just to see what they did. Uh, yeah, it's easy but Ace got more more of it out in well, please. We can go on about Ace all day. I can tell you right now that there's lots it's of more, It's more it's more like about what
0: you don't do with yeah. scale. Do without yeah, but, I mean, It's
1: but that's let's say that for another episode. We can talk about Ace in full detail another <laughs> that's time.
0: Another episode. Uh
1: but, yeah but anyways I, I don't know much about kicks and what they did but you know obviously they did something right I, I'm wondering if they just if they were just trying to imply that you know they they, they closed everything off saying that's it we're done bye bye, bye, bye. and they're, they're heading off into the sunset and they're not gonna come back again in four years saying we're back again and you know maybe they're, they're honestly gonna wrap things up. Because you know, Kiss is always in, been in the butt end of the jokes with the Who and all these other bands. And Motley Crue, like, we've retired. No, we haven't. Yes, we have retired. No, we haven't. You know. So maybe there's maybe Kiss is just implying that they're they're just wrapping things up and that's the end of it. And they actually people actually believe them. Maybe I don't know because, like I said, I don't know. I don't know much about Kiss and what happened. So
0: yeah, they haven't been proved false yet, Lonnie. Yeah.
3: Um, wrapping it up with dignity. Um. I don't know. I I gave Kiss a hard time earlier in the show about their five-year end of the road tour, but you know those were there were some extenuating circumstances to those. I mean, before the pandemic hit, we did get a date of like July twenty something, twenty twenty-one that that for New York. Like th- this was the plan to wrap it up in New York, and the pandemic just delayed it by by two plus years. So. I know that I know that's a joke right now with the five-year tour, and I and I gave him trouble about it. But um, you know, I don't know if it's wrapping it up with dignity and kiss, kiss is who they are. I mean, it is Kiss. I mean, we're would you would you not be surprised if Kiss wasn't trying to get every last dollar out of you while they can? <laughs> so I mean, wrapping it up with dignity versus Kiss. I don't I don't know if you can even I don't know if you can even make that comparison. I mean, Kiss are who they are. And they make no bones about it. And any interview Gene does, you know, like, you know, I wish this was kiss gum type type of statements, you know, like, I'll I'll sell you anything and they they don't care. So I don't I don't think they even care about wrapping it up with dignity.
0: Yeah. Dignity is overrated. A corpse should go sliding into the grave, well used and ready for a dirt nap. Um, No, one, you don't get to choose. (laughs) No, you know, right. I, I have, this isn't a fairy tale. This isn't a, a read by you know, choose your destination reading book. You know, what the fuck is dignity? I'd say they are going out with as much dignity as they can for the circumstances that the band now finds themselves under. Is it what I would have hoped? It's not my band to make that decision. I could have checked out anytime I wanted if I was that dissatisfied with the life choices Kiss were making. Um there is no choice. People don't get to choose how their endings except in very, very few circumstances. Um, and it usually isn't a good way. Um, so fuck it. What is dignity? You know, they're, they're setting everything up. Um, if they are getting every cent while it's still on the table, well, that's the choices that they've made. I'm not going to project mine on them because you know, I've got a few years, hopefully, to go before I worry about any of that shit yeah sorry to go to you immediately after that statement but- no, it's like okay oh <laughs> uh, uh, isn't uh
2: kicks kicks are for trids right kicks are for trids yeah, you know whatever ever hear that old uh anyway it's an old joke look it up kicks are for trids it was an old joke from when i was a kid um but uh yeah, that's fine that they if they ended them with Dignity. Uh, maybe Kiss. I'm hoping Kiss will do the same now, uh, December, what is it, second, third, uh, or fourth, whatever date it is. <laughs> um, second. Second. Um, that they finish, and uh, they say they're going to, this is the end, and really really end it and don't come back next year and play a bunch of festivals
0: with your hat in your hand saying excuse me sir could you spare a few cents (laughs) yeah come come back and say it was farewell to
3: eric and tommy some
2: more porridge (laughs) porridge please anyway uh
3: yeah. yeah eric and tommy like
2: those farewell days and Peter. Farewell to, yeah so I, you know <laughs> hopefully i don't know i think i saw kicks did kicks open
0: on uh, lick it up tour didn't they one of the i, I think they that. i i think it might have been animalize
2: or maybe then i know i thought i saw them open one time but anyway you know that's good for them uh and hopefully you know kiss like i said just finishes it off here in december
0: my last thought on kind of the end of the road is that I'm disappointed in KISS. When they were announcing the tour in 2018, they said we're going to be going to all these places that we've never gone before. They have missed, they did have South Africa scheduled at one point uh, that fell victim to COVID. And I guess they technically did go to Dubai. Um, but I'm very, dis- I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very disappointed that they didn't play Israel. Fuck the politics. yeah that would be cool jeans jeans from there all that Mm -hmm. protest shit when it comes to him being israeli doesn't doesn't hold water um i'm disappointed that they never made it to the far east places like singapore um Mm -hmm. you know even bangkok Mm -hmm. Um, They played hawaii they played hawaii in 76 and uh yeah that's right they haven't been been there in a long time but it's a
2: long time yeah
0: yeah and even Alaska, I think the last time for that was mm. two thousand, so yeah, or ninety nine, whatever it was. So you know, there were a lot of places that they never. Korea, South Korea, that is. Um, yeah, North Korea. Korea. Yeah, I hope so. Right. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, go for, I don't think you go over a lot you. Of North Korea. And maybe there just aren't <laughs> the demographics there to support going to any of those countries. Sure. But when we say we're going to go places that we've never been before, I was thinking a little bit you know, more interesting than Sheboygan, you know, or, or <laughs> did they, they, did, I don't think they even got to Delaware. So I think that's still a show that they may not have uh, ever done. I don't yeah. check. Oh,
1: Gene so, is a lot of talk as we know.
0: I think it was doc, but just as much. <laughs> he's, he's paid to talk. Um, all right. So there we are. That's a bunch of topics from the board as I get back from vacation. But uh, you know what, what's the point of having a message board? If you don't talk about the topics, it's much more fun to do it here, where I don't have to ban anyone for their opinions. Wait. Yes. Here we go, Chris. The riff. Oh yeah, they cancelled New Zealand, and now they're never coming back. Demographics. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. the, uh, the Aussies so. are the Aussies are getting one more, one more, one more at this point, and New Zealand still hasn't gotten a, a fill-in date. Yeah, that, that close. Which show? Our show. Oh, ours check out some other shows as well. There's lots of good KISS podcasts, you know. See, see which buffet you like.
1: Which show are you talking
0: about? <laughs> i we'll show that. Take, I need to we'll catch it.
1: Optimist, optimistic comments like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, so one final time, I want to take the opportunity to thank everyone who joined us live and chimed in with topics and ideas and thoughts and corrections as we went. That's what it's about. We love having you as part of our community and uh, for your support of this show. Um, but for now, that's it. We're done. We'll see you again soon. So from Ken, from Lonnie, Mark, and myself, thanks for joining us we'll see you next time thank you for spending time listening to the kiss faq podcast today all sales are final there are no refunds if you'd like look us up on facebook or come over to the kiss faq message board and discuss the topic we have broadcast today don't forget to rate us on itunes spreaker or wherever you've listened to the show we hope you'll join us again